Welcome to the Brand Builders Love Podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, creator of Brand Builders Academy and the Amplify Accelerator. Right here on this podcast, we'll inspire you to become a bold and powerful voice in the world and claim your space with confidence. You can be bold and go against the grain to become the creative rebel you want to be. Forget average, it's time to level up. Hey, lovely. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, amazing to have you here. I am starting to dive into more solo episodes now that back from holiday and all the rest of it and lots of new ideas coming to me. But obviously, if there's anything that you ever want me to cover on the podcast, then I'm always interested to hear from you. What is something that you're struggling with, you need some help with, you'd love a framework around. I am a framework girl. I love creating frameworks. (laughs) It's just how my brain works. I'm like, how can I explain this in a really easy way that gives you great questions and key things like three things, five things that obviously all start with the same letter uh, to help you be able to navigate through it. So let me know, DM me at Suze Chadwick on Instagram. And obviously if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you do because that's where I like to hang out and engage with everybody and say hi as well. So today I'm going to be sharing something with you that I've created, which is around creating your client success criteria, the CSC. And I think that it's really important as a service provider and even as a product-based business to think about how you're going to measure whether you had a successful client interaction, whether when your client worked with you, they had a successful outcome. So this is something that I talk about in the Amplify Accelerator and Mastermind. Obviously, if you are wanting to create a group program, you are a coach, a consultant, you're wanting to grow your sales and your business in that area, then make sure you come and apply at suzechadwick.com forward slash amplify. But what we're going to talk about today is really thinking about some of the questions that you can be asking yourself to reverse engineer how you're going to get your clients the results that you are promising them at the end of the day. So I'm excited to dive into this. I know it's going to be super practical for you uh, when this episode goes live. We are still coming up to Magnetic Mastery. And so if you haven't got your ticket yet, then make sure that you grab it at suzechadwick.com forward slash MM for Magnetic Mastery. Grab that ticket and the Bold Business Christmas Party ticket and come and join us at The Prince in Melbourne on the 23rd of November. So would love to see you there. But listen, let's dive into this week's episode. Okay, so as always, we're going to start with a few key things that you can be thinking about when it comes to creating your CSC, which is your client success criteria. So there are five questions that I think are really worth asking. We could go super deep into all of this, but we want to be able to keep it simple so that number one, this podcast episode isn't too long, but secondly, so that you can take some of these questions away and think about it for your own business. And can I say, I think that this works for any business. So whether you're a website developer, copywriter, a coach, uh, whatever, whatever it is. And so the first thing that you want to ask yourself is what experience do I want my client to have and how am I going to reverse engineer it? 
And so I was actually talking on a podcast the other day all about customer experience, brand experience, etc. So I feel like this is one of the first things we really need to think about is when somebody comes and works with me and a great thing my coach once said to me is what is the testimonial that you want them to write? at the end of the day, once they're finished working with you. And that's what you want to reverse engineer. And I think that this fits really well into the CSC. So I want you to think about what is the experience? So I want the experience to be one where they feel highly connected. They feel connected to me. They feel connected to other people because I do a lot of group programs. That's something that you know, is something that I think about a lot. How do I help them to feel more connected to each other? Because remember, people come for the content, they stay for the community. So I really value the community. I make sure that we try and create community events like Magnetic Mastery or our, you know, our client and community dinners as well under Supper Club. And so how can I create an experience both within my programs and outside of my programs? And so for you, when they're working with you and maybe within your wider community as well, if that's something that you want to build out. But what is the experience that you're giving them? And really craft it. Like think about when somebody joins me, do you send a gift? What's the welcome email? Is it a video? Is it a email that you're sending them? What is the opportunity for them to then share more about themselves and connect with other people within the group too? And I actually feel like that is part of your business's success if you have a great brand experience. Because at the end of the day, if somebody has a great brand and customer experience with you, number one, they're going to feel amazing. They're going to tell other people about it. It's more likely that they will stay with you if you have that option for them to continue to work with you because, you know, we do buy based on emotion, not just those tactical things. And so crafting your brand experience is absolutely part of your client success criteria. Have they been able to engage? How often are they coming back into the platform? Those sorts of things in order to work with you and get the result that they want. And so when you can really think about what that experience is that you want them to have, then it's just about reverse engineering it and actually taking the time to craft it and think about from the minute that they join or start working with you to their offboarding and finishing up with you, what are all of the things that you want them to experience? What are all of the different things that they're going to go through and how do you want that to look and feel and be for them? Yeah. So that's the first thing is to craft that brand experience and define what you want it to be. The second thing is what is the outcome that you've promised? So depending on what it is that you do with your client, there will be a brand promise. There will might be there will be a product or a program promise that, you know, I sort of say to my Amplify clients, you've got the what life is like before you work with me and then what's life like now after we've worked together, you've been in the program. What can you do now? What is it that they're going to walk away with? And that's why people buy, you know, is because you've promised them an outcome. And so really sitting down and understanding what is the promise that I've made and then really looking at how am I going to ensure that they get that outcome? 
So that is another question you need to ask yourself. Not only what is the outcome that you've promised, write it all down. What have I said I'm going to do? What have I promised? What's the outcome they're going to have? But then how are you going to ensure that they get that outcome? And I think this is where some people don't spend enough time and where you can miss an opportunity here is that if I'm saying to you, you're going to be able to create your program. All right. So what is all of the content that I'm sharing that's going to teach them how to create their program? How am I going to be supporting them on an ongoing basis to deal with the mindset blocks and barriers that they might come up against when they're in the process? What happens if they get stuck somewhere along the way generally with, you know, learning something? Uh, What other support am I going to provide them? How are we going to create an environment of learning and a culture of learning as well to ensure that they're able to create that program and build it to a high standard? Because obviously the other thing that you want, once again, depending on what you want to do, is that you want your client to have a high quality outcome, not just any outcome, but a high quality outcome where they walk away going, that was awesome. Like I learned so much, that was great. And I do think that depending on where you are in your business journey and what stage you're at as well, is that this is something that you'll get better and better at, obviously, because you'll learn a lot along the way. But I do think that even if you're at the beginning stages of your business, asking yourself these questions means that you'll get there so much quicker, like that you'll be able to give your client the successful outcome at the high quality level that you want to if you're asking these questions as well. And so what you can also do is kind of have a success criteria within your success criteria. And that's really saying, what are the key measurements of success that I want my clients to be measured against? And so for me, I have sort of three C's that I work to, which is their competence, their confidence and their cash. And so it's a pretty crude like way of of measuring it. There are a lot of other criteria that I look at, you know, community is definitely one as well. But what I really want to think about is when my clients work with me, I am... I working with them to increase their competence. So their knowledge, their understanding, their ability to execute on what it is that I'm teaching them, whether it's in Brand Builders Academy slash Bold Business Academy, uh, Amplify or the Bold Speakers Collective in any of my programs, are they learning? Are they walking away with more knowledge than what they came with? And how am I measuring that? What am I doing that's ensuring that I can see that they've learned along the way? And so within the worksheets and even we have competitions. So we have competitions in BBA uh, that when people go through each module, then they can share what it is that they're going to implement, what they've learned, what they've done, and they can win like a gift box. And so that's something that we have baked into the program that helps people to implement more, to showcase what they've learned, to share what it is that they're going to do so that we can see, yes, they've understood it. And obviously within the live coaching calls as well, we can also understand and answer questions so we can make sure that they understand what it is that they need to do, how they need to do it, uh, get any support that they need along the way to ensure that they're increasing their competence so that when they leave BBA or when they finish 
going through the content the first time around, we know that they understand how to market themselves better, that they understand, you know, what their brand strategy and how they're going to become known in their market, what what that strategy is, how they're managing their money and they're starting to pay themselves. So, you know, getting the feedback and testimonials is also a great way for us to understand what competence level based on what outcomes our clients have had through that understanding and going through it. And so that's something that's really important. And if you don't know that your client has learnt something along the way, if that's what you do, once again, you've got to define what your key success criteria is going to be, then you just need to think about how am I going to measure that? Like what are the checkpoints for measurement that I'm going to use in order for me to know that I'm delivering on that promise? And so another thing that we've done within BBA, I'm just going to give that as an example, is that at the end of BBA in the last module, there's actually a checklist. So it says... Uh, by the end of BBA, these are all the things you should know and that you can now do and they can check it off. And I remember when we first uh, sent that out and shared that so many people were like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I had learned so much or I didn't realize that I had actually done all of this. And I think that's another thing is that a lot of times when we work with clients and we are supporting them to achieve certain things, they don't always realize what they're learning. They don't always realize how far they've come. And so uh, one of my other clients was sharing that she was working with somebody and that person got her to record a video at the beginning and then like two months later record another video and then at the end record another video that shared like where they were at, what they were struggling with, what had was good right now and so that they could see their own progress. So I almost want to encourage you to really think about how are you facilitating your clients seeing their own progress when they're working with you? What is it that they're getting from you? Yeah. And so being able to be very specific and write down that these are all the checkpoints. So for us, it's, you know, accountability in the group and having a prize that people win when they answer what they've learned, what they're doing, what they're implementing, having the checklist at the end, making sure that, you know, they understand that this is now all the things that you can do now that you've been through BBA and for them to recognize that, you know, within Amplify, one of the success criteria that we, that I love to really have, and obviously money is, is a big thing. It's one of the things, but I always say to my clients, one of the success criteria is you actually did the thing. Like you built the program, you did the content, you marketed yourself, you launched, you built your personal brand. Like so often we focus only on money and money is not the only measure of success. And obviously for me as a business coach, it is absolutely one of the things that I want to see my clients have success in is increase their income, increase their profitability, manage their money well, pay themselves. But also achieving those milestones of creating the thing that they came to create and building it with, you know, the support and making it a high quality asset that then continues to generate revenue for them. Like that is without a doubt one of the key success criteria within Amplify specifically that I want them to have. 
So that competence of understanding and learning something new and implementing it successfully is something that I have. So what could that look like for you? What is it that you could do that could show your clients how far they've come? The second C for me, so the first one is competence. The second C is confidence, confidence slash courage. And so with my Amplify clients, watching them like run live webinars, build their audience, uh, run ads, get on lives, collaborate with other people, build their personal brand, become super confident in their message and really feeling deeply into what it is that they're here to do, who they're here to serve, feeling super aligned with what it is that they're building and building that thought leadership as well. Like that is another success criteria for Amplify as a program is that when I'm watching them do all of that and acknowledge that and one of the things that we do in our weekly coaching calls as well is that we always start with wins. So what is your win? What is it that you're doing that has been courageous and brave and that you want to share? And then we celebrate each other too because once again, we have to acknowledge the things that we're doing that are hard and that are courageous and that have really taken us to a different level of confidence and a different level of stepping into that courage. And I love hearing clients when they're like, I can't believe that was such a problem for me. Like now I can easily jump on a live or I can easily run the webinar and I can easily speak to this many people and stand up on a stage or whatever it is. Or yes, I launched my podcast and now I'm getting messages from people saying like, I love what you share and how do I work with you? You know, so It all compounds to the outcome that the client wants, which is why they joined the program, why they decided to work with me. And so you understanding what those success criterias are and then you communicating that to your clients as well, I think is really important because once again, we can sometimes be really blind to how far we've come, what we've done, where we were when we started and where we are now. And so talking about that, like, that's amazing. This is a definite success, you know, success criteria that you can say that you've achieved now, like you did that. The third success criteria for me, because of what I do, so you'll have to define this for yourself, but it's cash. It's, you know, making sure that when clients work with me, whether it's one-on-one business coaching through Amplify, through BBA, uh, through, you know, the Bold Speakers Collective, then they are increasing their revenue through whatever it is that I'm teaching them. So for example, within BBA, we get the foundations in place, they redo their pricing, their packaging, their branding, their marketing, etc. And so one of the key things that I talk about is I want them to be able to pay themselves more. I want them to manage their money well, pay themselves more, pay themselves pension super, Uh, and making sure that they are increasing their revenue. And so we talk about how they can market themselves more, how they can create a brand that attracts the clients that they want to be working with. And so BBA has a cash success criteria for me, which is why I love quantifiable testimonials when clients say I tripled my profit or I made 13K and then sold out you know, the next time I launched and things like that. And then within uh, Amplify, 
obviously creating the program is one of the success criteria, but also then shifting their business model, potentially getting like now coaching clients instead of just one-on-one done for you type service clients, Uh, launch financials as well. So we do look at those things. So it's really important to take a look at, did the client achieve a financial windfall from working together? When we look at Courageously You, for example, that success criteria is not cash. I think that as a knock-on effect from doing the work, then there could be financial benefits down the track. But really, Courageously You is about building mindset, building courage, building confidence, understanding how you can start to manage your brain so that it becomes an asset in your business. So there is not for that program, say a cash or monetary outcome specific to the program. For Bold Speakers Collective, it's about getting paid to speak. So then I teach my clients how to build their speaker brand, their personal brand, how they can start to pitch themselves, how they can create their rates page so that when somebody asks them to speak, they say, this is how much I charge. And so now some of my clients in there have been paid to speak at events and they get paid now to speak in memberships and courses and things like that. So there is a financial element to that. So for me in the work that I do because of what I do, uh, that is a success criteria. But other things that you can look at is, you know, did you help your client to build their brand online and feel really proud of what they're now, what they're now putting out into the world? If you're a web developer, did their you know, their sales page convert if they're a copywriter or do they feel more confident in their message and how they're putting themselves out there and how they're talking about what it is that they do if you work with them around copy and messaging. You know, if you're an email consultant, did the emails get more engagement? Did they build their list? Did they convert more clients up into sales? So I think it's just really looking at what do you do and then what are the key success criteria that you can really start to look at as well. You know, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is helping my clients to get more time back in their business so that number one, they're not procrastinating and just spinning their wheels, which is what they say, but that they have got professional practices, that they've got the right systems in place to be able to scale, that they're automating things to get more time back without then losing momentum in their business. So that's a success criteria, say for Brand Builders Academy, because we talk about creating the system strategies and structures to be able to scale. And so I just really want you to start to think about what are key success criterias that I can start to talk to my clients about when it comes to what will happen if they work with me. Now, deciding on what your success criteria is and then measuring it. So what are the forms of measurement? So, you know, if there's a cash one, what's the measurement of that? You know, if there is, if it's a confidence one, what are some of the things that they're now doing that they weren't doing before? Uh, You know, just whatever it is, you've got to take a look at how am I going to measure this? And some things are going to be very quantifiable and others are not going to be. So you've just got to take a look at and even asking your client, if you were to be, if this was to be a successful outcome for you, what would be happening? How would you feel? And so you can sometimes get that success criteria from your clients in regards to what they see success as, because sometimes we can be quite rigid in the way that we might measure success 
depending on what kind of person you are. You know, I come from a project management background. I come from, you know, measuring revenue and profit and those sorts of outcomes, which are very tangible outcomes. But for example, with Courageously You or with some of the mindset work I do with clients, uh, there may not always be a number that can be measured. And so you've really got to take a look at how else can we measure this? What else could we be doing to measure our client success here? And then you've also got to ask yourself, which I know is super uncomfortable to ask, but when we are doing this, you've also got to ask yourself what happens if they don't have the success or they don't reach those success criteria that I've put in place? What then? You know, and I was talking to somebody the other day and he's a sales coach And he was saying, you know, one of the things that I say to my clients is that if you don't get the sales outcomes and the results that you want, then I'll keep working with you until you do. And so you've got to make that decision about what that looks like. You know, uh, is there a refund? Is there that you'll keep working with them? Is there just in your own mind, you're like, I'll make sure that, you know, we've got these checkpoints in place. So I know that when I was doing big corporate projects, we would have these milestones in place where we'd be like, okay, are we on track? Is the project where we need it to be? Is the client 100% happy? Is there anything else we need to do? And so we wouldn't wait till the end of the relationship and the end of the project to then assess what's working and what's not. And I feel like that's definitely something that you know now I do absolutely with uh you know with my clients is have those check-in points like are we where we need to be what else needs to happen so that you don't get to the end and then you've not they've not reached the outcome that they wanted or you've not supported them in areas that maybe they needed that as well and so I think you've really got to take a look at what the product or service is what the support is what the checkpoints are Uh, that are in place to ensure that the client is moving in the direction that they want as well. And so those are some things to think about when you are wanting to create your CSC or creating your client success criteria that you can hopefully measure and also help them to know that they got the outcome that they wanted as well. And so let me know, let me know, is that something that you do? Is it something that you are going to do? Uh, You know, if you've got any questions about it, then you can always send me a message on Instagram as well. More than happy to, uh, to answer any questions on that. But I really feel like that is something, especially from a competitive advantage perspective, that if you can say that, 80% of your clients, and this is me going back to metrics, I'm sorry, that's just how I am, that's how my brain works. But if you can say, you know, 80% of my clients get the results that they wanted, that they either increased their revenue, they felt more confident, they felt like they really learned how to now do something from this moment on. And so for me, I think Courageously You definitely has a competency and a confidence element to it, which is all about, do I now understand my brain and how I can manage my mind? And these are the strategies that I now use to help me move myself out of being stuck, how to get over those blocks and barriers, how to get out of procrastination, 
etc. And so now I have the skills and the competence to be able to do that because I understand what's happening in my mind now and how I can manage my emotions, my thoughts, my actions, my results. But then also, you know, after doing that, I now feel so much more courageous and confident to be able to do the things that I really want to do. So those are definitely, you know, two criteria that I would be looking at and really thinking about how can I get clients to be able to measure that for themselves. And so a great way, as I said before, is that checkpoint at the beginning, maybe a checkpoint in the middle and a checkpoint at the end so that you can really be able to tell that story. So if you can tell the story of your client's success in different ways, then that can also help you to attract more clients to your business because you've got quantifiable results. So I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I hope that that was helpful. And if you've got any questions, let me know. Well, that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.